0: Hey everybody, God bless you and praise the wonderful name of Jesus. This is Pastor Jonathan with the Church of Jubilee. Welcome to the Church of Jubilee podcast. I pray that this week's message may bless you, that it may encourage you, that it may cause you to search Him and seek Him more, but most importantly, that it causes you to continue to press on. I was reading out of the book of Philippians, chapter 3, verses 13 through 14, and just to summarize, Paul was talking about not yet laying hold of it, um, and he's talking about he's at the end of his uh, coming near, near the end of his calling and he still says that he has not let, yet laid hold of it. He's not obtained it. He's not a, he's not accomplished what completely what he what he believes that is still out there. Um, he believes he had more to do. And uh, he says, forgetting what is behind, straining toward what ahead what what is ahead. And then he says, I press on toward the goal to win the prize of God's heavenly calling in Christ Jesus I just want you to know, you may not be quite where you want to be at this moment, but I want you, I want to encourage you to press on. God has a calling for you. He's going to continue to move in you. And no matter what the circumstances look for, look like, remember that God is greater and God wants to take you. He wants you to press on. He wants you to keep moving forward, but he does want you to forget what's forgetting those things which are behind and reaching for those things which are ahead. I pray that you're blessed by this message and that you continue to press on in your ministry press on in your calling press on and not to allow allow the devil to discourage you because god is greater god bless you this is pastor jonathan well with the church of jubilee podcast have a great week as you are standing i'm let's jump right into the word turn your bibles to the book of philippians chapter three a very soon this is the start of it um, not officially, but the start of it, but I'm going to be doing a series on the book of Philippians. Uh, there is so much just good meat, good food for your soul in, in these scriptures. There's four of them, them verses, chapters, sorry. There's four chapters that they have here in the book of Philippians, but they mean so much, and they're so impactful to our lives. But for now, I'd like for you to go to the book of Philippians chapter 3, verses 13 through 14. Amen. When you have it, give me a nice amen. 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 Praise God. seems like everybody got it. Now, I'm going to be reading out of this uh, version that's called the Berenian Study Bible. It just makes a little bit more sense, the scripture, but you may have it different in there, but still follow along. Chapter 3, verse 13 through 14, it says this. Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have laid hold of it, but one thing I do... Forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on, everybody say, press on, toward the goal to win the prize of God's heavenly calling in Christ Jesus. You may have your seats giving glory to God. Thank you. We just read, a, we read two scriptures where the, where the Apostle Paul and Timothy, or, or really the Apostle Paul, he is saying that, you know, I don't consider myself to have yet obtained what I have been my calling. You know, we're talking about Paul, who was a, a, an apostle of God, a disciple of God, who walked with God, who knew and understood the words that God gave, who, who was able to witness the demonstration of the manifestation of, of the miracles that God would do. And here, here he is saying at the towards the latter part of his of his of his um you can say not to say career but of his calling, and he's saying, you know, I still haven't made it to the point where I feel like I've attained what God has given me. I still feel like I haven't hit the mark that God has set aside for me. I still feel like I haven't got there to the point of where God has wanted me to. My, meanwhile, you know, he's gone through so many things in his life already. He's been persecuted. He, you know, God has worked miracles through him, and he continues to serve God. And at the end of his, his uh, you know, official calling career, he's still saying, I still feel that I have much more to do. <laughs> you, you know that's that's just amazing because i'm like you had all those things you did all those things with god god did all those things in your life and you still say that i still haven't got a hold of the the full calling yet not quite where you want to be maybe you know and i think that you know the apostle paul and timothy wrote this letter to the to the church of philippi and uh, in their letter to Paul, he states that he continues to press on, to, com- to move forward, to continue to go. And, and, and he presses on toward the mark or this goal that has been set already, this race that has been set up for us. He says, I continue to have to run towards it because I've not yet obtained it. I may have been close in the middle somewhere, but I have maybe have gotten a little bit, you know, more than close to be able to reach it. But I still have not obtained it. But I continue, the Apostle Paul says, to press on, to continue on, to persevere, to continue no matter what. I continue to move forward. He says in verse 14, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I'm here to tell you in the title of my message is to encourage you that you have to press on. You have to continue pressing on, despite your uh, you have not obtaining it yet, despite your your ministry, your calling, despite what has not yet come to fruition. But you have to continue to press on. Can I get an amen today? You see, God wants you to know that you gotta continue to move forward. You can't move backward. You can't think about what was in the past anymore. You you messed up, but you gotta get back up. Hallelujah! And I'm here to encourage you. If you are sitting here today, that's because God wants you to know you have to move forward you got to press on you got to keep on keeping on and you got to keep moving towards the prize that God has for you hallelujah give the Lord a round of applause for that he wants you to press on to keep on It's a journey. It's a journey that you got to take. It's a journey that God says, I will walk the journey with you. You're going to stumble a couple of times. You're going to fall. Some people are going to stone you with some rocks. You're going to be persecuted at times. But I need you to keep moving forward. I need you to keep your eyes on the prize. And that prize is at the end of it. Because in the end, brothers and sisters, this world will pass. This world, the ideologies, the materialistic things, this iPad, this mic, this piano will all fade away. But one thing that won't fade away is the calling that God says, if you make it to the finish line, I got an everlasting life, a reward I will give to you. 312, the book of Philippians 312 says, not that I have already obtained it, or I am already perfected but I press on that I may lay hold in other words you want to make bring it down to our level let's get real in other words stop wasting time and start moving forward in your ministry you don't have to come to God and say God I gotta be perfect to get to you you gotta get to God the way you are and in the process God will be made perfect in your weakness Don't just take this message as any other message that you've heard before because this is a stern calling from God saying, You got to press on, brother. You got to press on, sister. You got to keep moving forward because if you don't, the enemy is right behind you. And what he wants to do is take and steal and kill and destroy your life. But God says, if you keep looking forward, don't worry about the enemy because he's just that. He's in your past. He's in your behind there. He's behind you. He can't move forward ahead of you. God only moves forward ahead of you. Amen. You have to know that there's a pressing that is upon your life. And he's telling us that despite being in the gospel of our faithful Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ, up until the point in his story, his testimony was, he still feels that there is more to go. Hallelujah. If you feel that you're at a dead end in your ministry, I encourage you to read the book of Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 to 13. And look at Paul and say, was Paul really at the end where he felt he maxed out? He did not feel that. What he did feel is like, I have so much more to go. You know, many of, us, many of us have desired that high calling in Christ. Uh, you know, you feel that pressing upon your life. Y- you don't have to just be a minister or a deacon to have that. That ministry is in many things. Whatever it is that bugs you the most about church is probably what your ministry is in. If you can't stand for people to be off key, it's probably because you can sing and you're going to be on key. If you you can't stand that the music's always so loud or they didn't play something right, that's probably because you have a calling for music. If you can't stand the fact that pastor yells or sometimes he sounds like he's a teacher at times and just is real calm, it's probably because you have a calling uh, uh, in the Word and preaching the Word. Whatever it is that you feel so passionate about, that's the part that God wants you to continue to press on through. God has called many to the body. He, he has many different gifts. He gives many different talents. And because, you know, when you come into Christ, God says, you are a new creation. So you're something new that's being added to the body of Christ. But for so long, we get so caught up in what's not happening, what's not going through, what's happening behind us, instead of looking forward and pressing on the way the apostle said we need to do. Amen but you desire something new in christ you desire a, a change and you feel the lord in, but maybe you're afraid to step into something because okay let's be real you ready for this real point i've heard this if i get closer to god everything seems to go to hell everything seems to go worse everything starts hitting me and the devil starts attacking no duh hello you're a christian whether you serve god or not you're going to be attacked you cannot hide from satan Satan does not run from you he runs from the God in you so whether you serve God or not does not mean oh if I don't serve God and pray to him he's not going to attack me no he's going to attack you you're just going to suffer more you have to know where your strength comes from you have to know that the enemy does not have the victory Philippians 14 13, 4, 13 says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me But the Apostle Paul understood one thing, that it was not yet over. Even though he was about to, you know, continue on there a little bit longer and eventually he would pass on. He understood that said, I still don't know. What I think I should know, I'm still about the level that I believe God has for me. But I'm going to keep on moving forward. Hallelujah. I'm going to keep on being persecuted. Hallelujah. I'm going to keep on keeping on because I know at the end of it all, God is going to resurrect us into a glorious body, take us to heaven, transform us, and never again will we suffer. Yeah, right. But you got to press on, sister. You got to press on, Brother. It's going to get rough, Brother Rahul. At times, are going to get even crazier. But God's saying, will you press on? Will you continue to serve me through the wrongs, through the bad, through the good, through the times when it hurts so much to serve, through the times when you've just lost somebody you love, through the times that you don't have what you want in life? Are you going to continue to serve and press on? Because I, God is saying, I need people that are true, genuine, that when it comes to it, they say, no matter what has happened, no matter where I'm at in my life, I'm going to keep walking forward. And if I fall, I'm falling forward. Because I ain't going to fall backward anymore. I'm going to fall forward. Why is that so powerful? Because you only have two ways to fall forward and God's going to catch you or you're going to fall backward and you're going to fall back into what was. Hallelujah. You see, God doesn't keep you in Egypt only to deliver you later so that you can go back to Egypt anymore. But I'm here today to activate a passion inside of you. Every one of you to include little Jeremy right here. He's celebrating nine years of his birthday today. He's celebrating nine years that God has given him guess what? God has a calling for him. Hallelujah. You see, and the more you press on, the more you encourage, the more you work towards something, the more you inspire little, little apostles and prophets to rise up in the body of Christ. But they got to see those four founding fathers. They got to see those people press forward and deal with some stuff and deal with some struggles so they can say, hey, my dad went through something that was pretty, pretty brutal, but he kept moving forward. Hey, my grandmother went through something that was pretty bad, but she kept moving forward. Hey, my mom went through a lot whenever I was younger, but she kept serving God. That's what our kids, Brother Raul, that's the generations that are looking at us. And they're saying, Daddy, what, what are you going to be in life? Are you going to press forward or are you going to fall backwards? Do we press forward, or do we fall backwards? Do we move forward, or do we turn around and say, man, but look at all this mess we have back here. If you were in my house, you'd understand that I can't stand messes. Uh, You know, a mess in my kitchen, a mess in my house, it drives me crazy. But you know, when it comes to the things of God, I could care less what mess is back there. Because all I know is that I said, God, I see you. I see the finish line. I see the end of the race, and I'm going to run. I'm going to run as fast as I can, and I'm going to fall. But I'm going to say, God, I need your hand here. And he's going to pick me up, turn me around, and then he's going to place me back on the road. Hallelujah. Are you getting it, church? Press on. Press on. Press on through your weakness. Press on through your sickness. Press on through your struggles. Press on, press on, press on. You have to know that there is something that God wants to make clear today and that you got to step into that calling. You got to step in the way you are and say, God, surround me, consume me, burn me, whatever you got to do, but take me in your path. Hallelujah. Take me in your path. It is He our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that determines the steps and orders the steps of a man. It is he who picks us up after we stumble. It is he who hugs us and loves us. Hallelujah. It is he who is the only God that we serve. The God that is above all the gods. Amen. That there is no other God before him. The he is a God that can command the colors of the sky to change in seconds. Hallelujah. This is a God that you're pressing toward. This is a God that you're moving forward toward. This is a God that says, come to me. I am the great I am. I am the one you are pressing toward. And you will find at the end of the race my eternal life. A new life that you don't suffer anymore. But you got to forget the things which are behind. You got to reach toward those things which are ahead. You catching that? Because that's very important because if you let your past run you you'll always be running from the past you'll always be looking around and looking at the past and say this and that and i messed up here and i messed up this place and i messed up here and i and i didn't do well here but uh, you know you, you look at your past and you're just like man and then people are passing and you're like well where is everybody going well they're running towards the pressing on the calling of jesus christ In order for you to move forward, you have to search deep within your past. You have to pull some things out. You know, it hurts when you have to be real with God. It hurts when you have to be real of who you are. Even though he knows you, it hurts to bring out some things God this is who I am right now in this moment, God. This is what I am. I'm doing, God. This is the times that I doubt you, God. I, I, I'm a pastor, God, but I've doubted you a few times, God. I'm a pastor and I have faith for everybody else. But when it came to me, I didn't have faith for myself. Come on now. I'm talking some real talk today. It's hard to be real with God. But God says, don't look at that. Don't focus on your past. Don't focus on the shortcomings. Focus on what I can do with you. Because it's through the fire, church, that you are being refined. You're being being refined. You're being made to be pure gold and silver. Hallelujah. You see, you got to go through some things in your life to get you to understand some grace and mercy. Amen? Amen. There's situations. There's experiences. Hallelujah. There's hurtful memories that you've allowed to be buried. And they've buried themselves inside of you. And, and, you know, here's the reality, church. This is why your past is so dangerous, because if you focus too long on it, it will rob you of what's ahead. If you spend too much time worrying about everything that you weren't and everything that has not happened and everything that you can't do, you will never move forward because you'll be so worried about that and you'll never move forward in God. You have to know that God wants you to press on today. That God says, I need you, young man, young woman, young marriage, to press on. You need to come to understand that the world, what profited a man? Listen to this. What does a man gain if he gets the whole world, riches, pleasure? He gets everything he has, but yet he loses his soul. What does a man profit, the word of God says, if he gained the whole world, but yet loses his soul? Don't lose yourself in the past, brothers. Don't lose yourself in the and what has not happened yet. These occupants that you allow to stay in your life, they rob you of your joy. They steal your joy. They steal your, your love, your hope. They come and they say, hey, you know, I'm going to hold you back a little bit because you're not, you're not to where you need to be. And God cannot stand you. And because you did something that maybe you felt that offended God the most, it bothers you and, and you let it take you down. They'll rob your blessing. Hallelujah. They'll rob your joy. How do you think Peter felt when he denied God three times? After telling God, I will never deny you, God. Jesus says, you're going to deny me three times before the end of the night. I would never, solely, I promise you, I never would. And before you know it, he denied God. Did that stop Peter? It could have. Because some of us would have been like, we're done. But it didn't stop him. continued to press on and God continued to be faithful and say I will work through those struggles I will work in your your shortcomings I will work in those flaws that you have but you got to be willing to give it to me you got to be willing to press on you got to be willing to get back on the right road leave that left road alone get back on the right road and continue to walk forward you have to press on press on towards the calling if you think that you were placed on this earth just to take up a space if you think you're on the place on this earth just to be a dad or a mom you're incorrect god has a calling for your life and the only way you're going to feel complete is when you're fulfilled inside of him in his walk hallelujah and i believe that paul went through a lot i mean think about this stop for a moment listen to what i'm going to say paul was a, prosec- a persecutor of christians he persecuted Christians. And they didn't, they didn't play around back in the days. They didn't persecute him like he'd go beat them. He would stone them. He would torture them. He would make sure that they, they, they knew that everybody that knew that, well, if Paul's coming, he's going to kill all the Christians. If you're a Christian, he's going to kill you. It was, it, can you imagine having that in your life? You made, you're like the shot caller, and you're, you're there and you're watching these Christians get tortured because they believed in Jesus Christ. You think that didn't affect his life when he was growing up in the ministry? You think that didn't bother him, the fact that he was a murderer at one point in time, calling shots like a drug lord? But when God came into his life, God says, all of that right there, I'll forgive. As long as you continue to press on. As long as you continue to move forward. You see, Paul forgave himself. He learned how to forgive himself. He learned how to move forward and say, I can't worry about what's in the past anymore. It, was, it is what it is. But what God has done now is nothing like the past held or holds. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Why are you talking about this, Pastor? You can ask God that question. Because the message was already prepared. There is something that God wants you to take away. You got to forgive yourself. You got to move forward. But you got to commit to the road, church. You got to commit to the road. You got to commit to the calling and say, God, I need to finish this race. The people that went before us already, I want to see them again. The only way we see them is if we get through the race. We got to press on. The world don't care for us. They never will. But there's a God that does. A while back, I talked about this word called grit. How many of you remember that word? Some little, like, got, some, got a few. Grit is a word that describes an intense perseverance. If, if you didn't get what you wanted in life and you fought hard and finally, after suffering and suffering and suffering, you finally make it, it, probably, it would probably tell you that you had grit. The grit had to get you through. Grit is a, is a word that is interchangeably used, um, common, just a common word that, that refers to no matter what happens in your life, you got to have some grit, some dirtiness. you got to have that, that, that being on the ground at times to get you through those hard moments. It's persevering. It's moving forward. In many words, it's saying having perseverance means having grit means you're in it for the long run, not for the short run. Hallelujah. You're not just running just to be on a short-term basis, but grit means that you're running and you're going to move forward no matter what comes your way. And some of us need some grit in our lives. Hallelujah. We need some grit that sticks, that no matter what we've encountered in life, we continue to move forward towards Christ. Because that's the only way the church works. The only way the body of Christ works is if you do that. You know, as a matter of fact, let me give you some. You know, I like to bring you studies. Many studies have, have said um, that grit is found amongst the millionaires and billionaires of the world. Okay, there's some studies they did. That the most highly successful people have what they call grit. Let me just share something with you. Donald Trump did not become popular and and have and have enough money because he was born rich donald trump once was in in a normal everyday bankruptcy situation that many go through and had not much but i'll tell you one thing it was grit that got him to the point which means he said i'm gonna be some successful one day i'm gonna be successful one day i'm one day where no matter how much it takes me how many how many times i have to fall i'm gonna get to where i'm gonna get to and look at him now the president of the united states Grit. That's not a biblical word. That's just that's just an idea I want you to walk away with. It's a it's a long term. It's a word that talks about long term and it's more in more simple terms. Here's how it's described. The more people, the people who make it far in their life, achieve highly successful results are the people that carry a high level of grit, which means they don't give up. They don't give up. Some of us, you, you fall down once on your face, and we want to throw in the towel and say, we're done. Highly successful people don't give up. What does this have to do with your ministry? You don't give up. Don't give up. You keep fighting for it because there is a prize at the end of it. And that prize is Jesus Christ. You will live with Jesus Christ in eternal life. And I believe that Paul carried this grit. Because many times when he faced persecution, not our kind of persecution where somebody talks bad about us. I'm talking about what they would imprison him and beat him because he loved Jesus Christ. Grit is an understanding of when the going gets tough, you press on. You either have it or you don't. What's going to stop you? Who can stop you? from achieving the calling that god has given you nobody but yourself you are your own road obstacle you have to know that if paul didn't worry about what was in the back what was behind him hallelujah and he say, he's telling us that we must reach for things that are ahead he's telling you move forward get out of your mess Move into something greater. Get out of the situation you're in. You don't like where you're in? Get out of it. Move forward in Christ. Amen? Here's another study. One study found that individuals who have grit carry a determination and a motivation over longer periods of time despite what is thrown their way. Which means they don't give up so easily. Something comes back. It doesn't work. You you know, it doesn't happen the way you thought it was going to happen. Well, guess what? They they keep moving forward. Amen? Amen. And you you may be asking yourself, what does this have to do with me? It has everything to do with the calling that has been placed upon your life. You see, nobody's perfect in this place. Amen? And we all go through hard times. We all go through struggles. Every single day, it's a challenge to get up and, 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 and give a prayer to God because our flesh is tired. But put me Clash of Clans on my phone, and I'm going to be on there for like three hours. <laughs> That's just the real talk, right? That's life. It's hard to do the things of God when the flesh is wanting and desiring what it wants. But you got to press forward. You have to learn to move forward. You got to tell God, God, I need, I need a new chance. I need a second chance. I need to I need show. I need to get back on track with you, God. I need to set my life up again, God, because the enemy church will kill and destroy your, your whole dreams. He'll destroy everything. And in the end, you think you're going good. He takes you for a nice roller coaster ride. You're living up high on the mountain, and then guess what he does? Okay, kick you out. I'm going to go for my next person. And then you're there. You're there all by yourself. Move forward. It's time that you and I take the Paul's mentality and we start building that grit that will last us over time. That grit that says no matter what, my determination is that I'm going to get to God. You know, I've heard people say this and people disagree with me, but I I agree. I'm like, if I have to crawl my way into heaven, barely to get in there, it doesn't matter. As long as I get to the end point, amen? Now, God's not going to let you crawl in there like that. I guarantee you, if you found yourself in Christ, he's going to help you get to the walking and running or whatever needs to be done. But the determination has to be there. You have to be determined. You got to be certain that you're not just another human being that's set up to take oxygen. What are you doing with your life? Who are you blessing with it? Are you blessing or are you cursing? God didn't call you to be a Nobody. You're somebody important to him. Every one of us in this room, to include our babies that are growing, they have a purpose already. You believe that? You have to, because they're born into a, a a family of Christ. If you're watching from live, you have a purpose. They have a purpose. But it only happens if you press forward. It only happens if you press on. It doesn't happen when you fall back and you stay moping and sitting there, crying over, licking your wounds. Nobody ain't got time for that. Because whether you're there licking your wounds, someone's dying out there of the real death. Hallelujah. Jumping off bridges, hanging themselves from the closets. you know, uh, overdosing on drugs. Hallelujah. Those are the real people that don't have God. We got to press on. I want to encourage you to press on. No matter what comes your way, you press on. No matter what obstacle, you may go, you may go to pay your bill this, this Monday and they say it's double, you press on. You give God glory for it and say, God, somewhere down the line, I, I don't live this life by myself. You're with me. Yeah, Amen? You have to develop a passion. You have to develop a walk with Christ. That, that Because when you walk with Christ, you walk with Him and you just go to Him and you start talking to Him. The more you talk to Him, the more you'll know of Him. The more you know of Him, the more you know His ways. And the more you know His ways, the more faith you have in Him. And that's something that a lot of churches don't have. It's so easy to have faith for everyone else. But when it comes to us, it's hard. Right? Hallelujah. Let us stand. I know that the Lord is speaking. The Lord has been speaking to his church. And and let me just say this. For those of you who feel that you have to be qualified... To step into the calling that God has given you. In other words, you feel that you'll never make it because life isn't perfect for you. There is some dedication that is required. But I want you to know it is God who qualifies the call. When I became a pastor, I was not perfect. Most of you know me. But i tell you one thing that got, got me through. It was Grit. It was that assurance that said, this is, God, this is too big of a God for me to sit down and give up. You see, I had a chance to give up. I had a choice to give up. I could have given up. I could have said, forget it. I'm going to go live like everyone else and do my thing because I already messed up. But you know what? I said, no. If God really means something for me, I'm going to press on. And no matter what comes my way, church, no matter what happens in our lives, we got to press on. No matter who we lose or what we gain along the way, we got to press on. Amen? And I know that the Lord has placed this message in my heart for someone out there that has been struggling, struggling just to survive, struggling just to get their head above water. Hallelujah. But God wants you to know today you got to press on. You got to press towards that calling because in His calling is where the glory and greatness is found in your life. Because if you try your way, you're going to fall backward you faced opposition can i get a keyboardist you have faced opposition from every side you've been criticized you've been talked about but i ask you today church i want you to walk away with something today i don't want to just preach i'm not up here just to preach there's something that i want you to take away That nothing can separate you from the love of God. You have to move forward. You have to press on. You have to press on. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, let's just begin to just bow your heads right there. Just let God speak to your heart. Try to eliminate distractions right now. This message is for everybody. We all need God. We all need forgiveness. We all need mercy. We all need to press forward. Get out of your past. Get out of those strongholds that hold you back. Don't go back to Egypt. Don't go back. There's nothing back there for you. What God has moved you from and delivered you from. There's no reason to go backward. Move forward. Because that life only keeps you in the past. And when these young children grow up, they'll have someone to look forward to talk to. And say, you know, Pastor, I heard that this happened in your life yeah it did how did you make it through let me share with you and you testify to them because one day these children right here are gonna need somebody to talk to but if you're so caught up in your past you won't be there for them you gotta press on Press on, sister. Press on, brother. You've fallen. You've got, you may be down for a while, but get back up. Hallelujah. I'm going to open up this altar. If you have your family, come pray with your family. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on. Hallelujah, Jesus. Let's just go to God right now.